Welcome to the Unlabeling Effect, where three distinctive women daringly dive into some taboos with the intention to normalize the uncomfortable yet vital conversations. We are ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery with comrades like you. In the last episode, Is It Ever Okay to Cry at Work? Part 1, Sandra shared with us how she made the tough decision to quit her position as the industry leader in the robotic industry and chose to re-anchor herself by simply reconnecting with her emotions. Here in part two, she explains to us the technicality of emotions and why are they actually our true guide in finding our true self. How separated do you want your professional life Mm. to be from your personal life? There are certain boundaries, but think about it. I think most people see the co-workers more than the family nowadays. It's a tricky point to really set the boundary. How can we tackle it with compassion and love? When we know that someone else is having a hard day, like what can we do? Like some company nowadays, they have like a mental health uh, sick day or something, not sick day, a mental health leave day. And a leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be something that corporation thinks about. In my own personal experience, when I know someone is going through something as a team, some people take on more workload so that the other person mm-hmm. have more time to heal. So that happened in my team before. And then other team members do the same thing when they experience some hardship in their personal life. So mm-hmm. it's really about how to create a culture mm-hmm. in your company mm-hmm. to allow that. It's true. Like, you know, everyone in the team should play a part in contributing to building this really healthy dynamic. Mm-hmm. But yet so many people don't do that. Or maybe people don't feel like they have the power or they don't know like how much power they hold to make that change. Yeah, I was going to ask Sandra, like you're building your own wellness company right now. So how do you exactly build that culture? Like, do you have 30 minutes? People are just like catching up on personal life instead of work. So in order to build a culture like that, people have to share the emotion. In a lot of culture, we have ceremony, right? We have a lot of sharing session. That could be something that corporation can do. You know, as a group of friends, we can have certain ceremony that we celebrate, not just on our birthday, but like weekly or monthly to be able to know them on a personal level. When I was building my team, I really check if someone vibe with me. It's really about the energy <laughs> and the vibration at the end of the day, <laughs> even, even though I didn't realize I was doing that. But yeah. I didn't hire someone because of their experience, like partly, right? Mm-hmm. But it's mostly if I'm feeling comfortable working with that person. And everyone have the ability to tell if you can vibe with someone, mm. right? But, but how much do you trust your intuition? Do you trust yes. your feminine side? That's also on a personal level, how much you're in tune with your own emotion and you know your own feeling, right? And how so, confident are you like with that sensor? Yeah, with that sensor, but it's something that we can build on through yoga, through movement, through breathing, that we actually know how we are feeling. But the ability to attract or manifest the same type of people or business you want, you need to be able to know what your type is, what your energy is, which we don't talk a lot about. A lot of times in school, we talk about rational stuff, structure, and we never talk about being in tune with ourselves. So that's why I'm building a business that is allowing people to experience that maybe just through that retreat experience, through that festival, through that event. But this is a starting point of them, like a a trial, an opportunity for them to know that it's actually it can happen. 
What kind of activities? Um, is it like meditation, yoga, or tell us more about forest yoga? Forest yoga is a modern type of yoga that is created by my teacher and a forest. So there's two R in it. And we really work quite long in a pose to allow any emotional release. We have intent for each class, really focusing on just working one thing at a time, allowing any emotion and allow yourself to experience it. This is a really safe space for anyone. I would say for everyone, it will be different, right? Mm-hmm. There are I'm gathering a group of people who can provide different tools for for people to experience that and take whatever you need. Providing an experience for someone to feel fully alive. A lot of people actually, they feel like they're living a full life. How do you elevate that person's current presence to make them feel like, you know, they're like in full? Yeah, I was just in the cloud forest in Costa Rica. I was really fully tuned in into whatever sound I could hear my vision and all of a sudden I hear and I see much more than most people. I start to notice a lot of different birds, even more than the tour guide through forest yoga. Like a lot of time we really put ourselves in this situation of really feeling and allowing the emotion to come out. Disassociate with what we think it will be, right? What our expectation with this emotion is. And there's a really good technique. It takes 28 minutes an X second to have your emotion to go through your whole body. My goodness. So that's long. If you really want, yes. So if you really want to feel your emotion, you sit there for 28 minutes and X seconds. Wow. And then you act on it. Okay. You sit with your emotion like you sit with a friend. Okay. And then and then let me know how it goes. <laughs> you can always tag me. <laughs> so no, <laughs> so no judging. Media. Mm-hmm. So no, no judging because you probably will get really tired of your own emotion and you just let go mm-hmm. mm. this is one of the biggest gift one of my mentor jumbo gift me actually reminds me of how rita usually deals with um, her emotions when she feels all sorts of emotions you tend to delay your response right so maybe that is a good thing you just need to wait for a few more minutes <laughs> you were probably close to the 28.8 <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when you're in tone with your emotions, they are really good guidance because the emotions come out from really deep down mm. from your subconscious mind, right? Really? Because sometimes I will choose not to trust my emotions. I regard myself as a very emotional person as well. And sometimes I feel like it's just not serving me any good. I will let it sit through, but I'm not going to put like too much thought to it. I would say in the yoga world, different chakra can have different emotions. Which one do you need to follow? Sometimes your heart is telling you something and your yeah. gut is telling you something else or like your brain is telling you something else. Right. So some people, their gut is really strong. Some people are hiding what their heart truth is telling them. It, it's a really good question. It is up to that person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yes, it's maybe just overfolding emotion and you just become too emotional. Or some of us, we empath too much. So we're taking in other people's energy and emotion. You can really tune into your own emotion, your deeper inner desire. Recently, I have noticed that there's one big element that I need to learn and improve on in life, which is my skills towards acceptance and being able to accept flaws or uncomfortable or dislike 
behaviors of my own is actually quite soothing once I've learned to actually accept those. Because I think in the past, for example, if I behaved a certain way, I didn't like that, and I would feel guilty. But actually, now I've accepted that I felt this kind of emotions. Maybe at a certain point, I felt. Anger, or I felt embarrassed. These were emotions that I didn't like previously. Those emotions are actually telling me something. And mm-hmm. once I've actually sit in with that a bit more, I've learned a bit more about myself. And I'm slowly still learning how to embrace those. It is a journey, but I know, like sometimes Viv mentioned that like you were trying to be rational and that masculine energy. Actually, one of my mm-hmm. other yoga um, instructor friend called Billy, which hopefully one day I can connect Sandra and Billy, and also maybe we, maybe we can have both of you as guests and have some really interesting conversations because he also told me a lot about um, different chakra and different energy, like within that, and that fluctuates mm-hmm. even like within a day. Like you know, you don't always have yeah. the same energy, mm-hmm. and that. Conversation actually triggered me to accept more of like different energy of mine, like just fluctuating, mm-hmm. and it's okay. It really is okay. Balance is not like a stable thing, right? We always trying to find the balance. It's always dynamic. But when we come into this world, people love babies, right? Mm-hmm. Because they embrace everything. Yes, they always shine. But then at one point. The parents or friends or I don't know relative was telling them no, crying mm-hmm. is not good. Mm-hmm. No, this is not good. That is not good. They start to hide that part of themselves. A very honest question to a lot of us, especially <laughs> in our twenty or thirties. Do we feel that we are whole, or do we feel like we are missing something in our life? A hundred percent missing something. A lot of people feel like they're missing a lot in their life、yeah. because they are already living a certain way. They're already denying a big part of them because they don't know how to deal with it, or they have never been taught, or they just haven't been experiencing that. They have just been suppressing that, right?、Mm-hmm. And I think, as I would say, healer or people who. Really want to work on ourselves and others. It's about bringing that part of you back, and not、mm-hmm. suppressing the emotions. And there's a lot of work because we have so much unlearning to do. But the first thing is to be okay with experiencing different emotions and knowing that this is part of life, and this is what makes life really exciting. Taking pills and numbing yourself, <laughs> right? It's <Drinking> . basically <laughs> and okay, yeah, over drinking, yeah, <laughs> right, overeating、yeah. is a way to really indulge ourselves in a way, but also numbing ourselves. We've triggered a lot of emotions among, I guess, all of us. <laughs>、yeah. It is true. Like you know, that is a question that has always been on top of my head. Like I know something is missing, and that's why UE is part of that. It's trying to find that missing. It's like a search. You know, I think we are relatively grateful people, but it doesn't mean that I feel whole in a lot of ways. Like there is still part of my lifestyle that I feel like I'm not reaching my potential. And why is that? Is it because my career currently is not where I want to be? Is it because I'm not in tune with my emotions, or what is it? You know. So it's just knowing how can I optimize my mental、uh, stability so that I have more capacity to explore and search for that、mm-hmm. um, 
that substance or that activity, whatever that element would be that would need to fill that void to make myself feel more full. I agree with you because like when I left the really thriving business I had, I think everyone was shocked. My mom was angry at me. Right, because people see that I felt so stuck in my life. Mm. It wasn't what I meant to do, and I couldn't get out of this burnout cycle that a lot of people actually have, and they didn't know. I think like when people feel stuck, they like to seek out. They like excitement. They want to, you know, like experience so much. That's because they can't sit with themselves. I jumped out of a plane, and I'm afraid of height. I want to stimulate your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to go inside. You want to have outside stuff to stimulate your mind. It's it's such a good point. Like we need to all not work out, but work in, right? Yeah, that's beautifully said. I loved how our episode evolved from "Is it ever okay to cry at work?" to tapping into our emotions and connecting with ourselves or reconnecting with ourselves. But I guess that's the base of everything. In terms of knowing who you are and accepting who you are, which is really, really hard, but that's a lifelong journey. If you're interested in knowing more about Sandra's work, please follow her Instagram at the Sandra Chen, T H E S A N D R A and C H A N, the Sandra Chen. That's all for today's episode. Is it ever okay to cry at work? Part two. Join us for our next episode. Are you social malleable? Thank you for tuning in and let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Unlabeling Effect. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes and give us a rating. Until then, dare to feel, dare to be real.